Good morning. Welcome to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger. 97.7. 1450 AM, WAOB in Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Glad you could be with us on this Wednesday morning. Our first guest, Sarah Wolf here, talking about the dark side of the Wabash. Yes. It's, it's time, the eclipse time. You know mm-hmm. what? And it's funny because, uh, is this the first time we've talked in this calendar year? It is, isn't I it? I think so, yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. We're really 70-some days away. Yes. Uh, no, 68. So, Today wow. is 68. 68. Yes. All right. Yeah. I was never any good at math. So. That's okay. Sometimes I look, sometimes I don't, it, you know. Yeah. The it, countdown yeah. is on. Absolutely. <laughs> the, a flip switch, definitely. Uh, January 1st. Yeah. Things got a little different. <laughs> I think once we settled past the holidays and stuff mm-hmm. and all right, because when I talked to all groups in town, everything about events coming up for them. It just seems like we started April. Yes. With the eclipse. Yeah. And rightfully so. All right. Now, am I going to take a different tone and more serious compared to what we've been doing? I don't know serious, but I think more informational because Mm -hmm. there's a ton of information. There's so much. I mean, number one, I'm just glad that the sun is out today. Because I got to say, I think we're all collectively a little worried that maybe it was never coming back. (laughs) That was a long month of January. It was. was So gray and dark. And this morning, I was like, you know, I'm really happy to see the sun today. That is a relief. No, (laughs) it was like, I'm joining Ed this morning. Yeah, excuse me. You're right. You're right. It it wasn't the sun. It was knowing that I was coming coming here. You are absolutely right. right. I mean, like tonight, uh, we've got a community information meeting in Bicknell at the fairgrounds. There's also, you know, a major basketball game happening tonight um so you know do what you got to do folks it's all right (laughs) right right well and there's going to be ample opportunities yes i mean this is our second round of community information meetings so and you know if there is an overwhelming need for for even more we can do that uh however we have another one coming up in uh monroe city at the blue jean center on february 6th at 7 p.m and then another one in decker on the 27th of february in their community center and that's also at 7 p.m there's also just info dumps on the vincentseclipse.com website we're going to be in the newspaper pretty regularly i'm here of course and our facebook page is is Pretty active with information and updates. And you never knew that you were going to be a radio pioneer, take over a station. <laughs> wow. I get, is, is that a new thing? You guys have never you, done that? We've gone over it a few times, but not like this. Oh, uh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a big deal. W- That's cool. WZR, our sister station down the hall, yes. yeah, is going to be the Eclipse It'll station. be a friendly takeover. I promise it will not be a hostile <laughs> <No>. takeover. <laughs> okay, <all right. laughs> you know, it's, it's fun because we could still laugh about this and have fun with it. Yes. But I know if I talk to you April 1st, and I don't mean because it's April Fool's Day, but right. it, it's not going to be as fun because it's going to be, uh, it's go time. You know, I um, sometimes I, I think about that, that those last two weeks and I... My hope is that all of the pieces will be in place and that we can all just kind of maybe not necessarily relax, but have a shift in focus of, hey, let's make this a good weekend, a good event. But honestly, once we're on that Thursday or Friday before, once we really know what the weather's going to do, that's when everything is really going to settle and right. we're really going to know what's going to happen. All right. Here's the thing. More than anything, you've got good people in good spots. Yes. You know, uh, the most besides your position to me, the most intriguing position would be John Streeters. Mm-hmm. And I need to get John on the show. You do. John, you if do. you're listening, I'll be calling. Okay. <laughs> but it's a logistics mm-hmm. because, you know, it is 
going to be different because we're maybe adjusting streets. We yes. might be adjusting patterns. Yes. You know, a lot of things are going to change over that weekend. Mm -hmm. My main concern is I get done at work at 10 o'clock on that morning. Mm -hmm. I want to get home. Yeah, you should. I mean, you know. Uh, now, will I take be able time. to? Yeah. <laughs> I might be walking, but I may, I'll get home. Yeah, you'll but get there. I know. I'm just saying that people have to have a plan. They do. And, and the thing is, we're creating a plan for you. Mm-hmm. This is how you get here. Yes. This is, you know, we're going to tell you where to go. Yeah, and that'll all be on the website. There's actually a PSA, a public service announcement page on our website already. So you can start checking now if you want to get signed up for code red announcements. If you want to get a feel for other general public safety announcements like school closures. Uh, we don't have the traffic stuff up on there quite yet. We're just waiting for a few more details to get settled. But as soon as we have them, everyone will know what they can expect, most importantly, and how they can prepare for that weekend. There's a lot of essential workers that I've talked to that are like, you know what, I'm packing a bag when I go to work in case I got a crash at work or sleep in my car, which I don't want anybody to have to do that. Um, but hopefully if, you know, in, in the words of other emergency management folks I've worked with, if nothing happens, that means we did our job. Absolutely. So that's, that's all we can hope for. And here's one thing is we can't control the weather. No. We cannot control the weather, folks. I mean, but you got to plan as though yeah. it's going to be a clear, beautiful, clear day. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. There's a lot of things I want to touch on. First of all, the crowd expected. Mm. I say this. Think of the Vincennes Rendezvous times five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we're looking. I mean, the joke that I've been making about it at this point is that I actually know the number and I'm just not telling out, out, of, out of sheer meanness, uh -huh. you know? I would, I know, and I wish that was the truth, but you know, we don't know. We no. really don't know, no. but, but, but we anticipate if it is a hundred thousand. Oh gosh. Okay. That's five times what the rendezvous brings yes. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But would it be that high? Probably not. Some people may back out. Yeah. Some people may not be able to come. Well, you know, the, the other thing, the other metric that I kind of use is when just anecdotally, when I talk to people and say, hey, are, are, do you have any Eclipse guests coming in? The vast majority of people already have friends and family coming to stay with them that weekend. So when you think of it in terms of, of that, that's a lot. Because sometimes what the hard lift for people is whenever I'm trying to convince them that people who have never been here before will only come here for this reason. And that's not really the case. The case is that it's all of our friends and family who are coming here. My family is a great example. We've got an exchange student that stayed with my family on our farm. He's from Finland. From He stayed with us in 1984. I don't even have any memories of this person. <laughs> and he is coming uh, back to Southern Indiana to experience the eclipse here from across the world. Like, what? <laughs> Put a name tag on so I remember you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if anybody runs into Kimo Hananen, that's that's our guy, you know. And uh, my parents are also hosting some folks from California that, and all of my siblings. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's so many people I talk to that, you know, initially were interested in hosting an Airbnb, but they're like, actually, never mind. You know, my, my brother and sister are all coming in from out of town. So. All right. All right. We got a long list to go through, and I've uh, I've done my spiel. Okay. 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 Uh, Sarah's got three minutes this segment. She's got 10 minutes the next. Okay. It's all yours. Well, uh, right now, I think I'm going to talk about Fred Espinak. He is coming to join us at the Red Skelton Performing Arts Center on February 8th. He's going to give two speaking presentations, one at 11 a.m. and then one at 6.30 p.m. Fred is a retired astrophysicist from the NASA Spaceflight, Goddard Space Flight Center. He's also known as Mr. Eclipse. 
and uh, he is probably the number one eclipse chaser, eclipse predictor. The guy builds his own telescopes in his yard. Like he, that he's he's that level. And uh, he's a really nice, nice guy. I met him uh, in person in Missouri, and he was kind enough to remember to pretend that he, to, to pretend to remember that he was coming to Vincent <laughs> in February, but it was several months ago. And um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing Fred again. And the other cool thing about that event is in the lobby of the Skelton Center and on the stage, our our amp project, the Accumulative Music Project. So that's when this group of musicians gets together and plays the final countdown. We actually had a great rehearsal for it last night. The Jacobs School of Music is sending a brass quartet, quintet down to join these musicians and the VU Music Department. So we've got a nice kind of collaborative effort happening here to warm up the audience uh, before Fred speaks and also just an ongoing part of that community music project and that Eclipse project itself is going to happen before that. Gotcha. Okay. What else? Oh dear. Um, okay. There's that. Uh, we have a, a mural competition going on that is... I'm going to be mounted on the side of City Hall. That uh, The prospectus is available on our website if you'd like more information about that. It's basically something you can make digitally and submit, and then will be printed locally and then attached to the side of the building. So the deadline for that is March 8th for your submission. It is free. Anybody can do this. You just got to go online and go to the Vincent's Eclipse website and find the mural prospectus and fill out your application and submit your work whenever you're ready. All right. I love all the competitions. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a national competition. Yeah. Well, good, good. All right, what else? Well, we've also got uh, Wedding Palooza. This is a joint effort from uh, St. James Episcopal Church and the Knox County Public Library who are hosting a mass wedding event at the Fort Knightley. This is for people who want to get married or have already been married and would like to renew their vows during the eclipse. So it's not going to happen during totality, but at like 1 o'clock in the early phases of the eclipse, so that way everybody can be free to enjoy totality. I talked to some folks that really wanted to get married like during those four minutes and five seconds of darkness and... The eclipse director in me came out, and I was like, eh, I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> you're going to miss the <laughs> eclipse, and you're not going to like concentrate on your vows. But whatever, you do you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be a cool thing. All right. How many do you expect? How many do you think will do that? Oh, for, the, for Wedding Palooza? Yeah. Well, we've got room for 18 couples. And I've had... Is it so, at the courthouse or No, is it? no, it's at, at the Fortnightly. Fortnightly, yeah. okay. And you know, it's kind of like a Vegas wedding. You get married and then you, t- you deal with your paperwork. Later. Later, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's their problem. We're not, we're not worried about that. Um, but all of that, all of that legal information is on the website. So if you have questions about how to do that, just go there and check it all out. Um, it's a great cheap way to get married. It's not very much money. You get a whole little reception. You get a cake. You get, you get the nuts. You get the mints. You get to have some guests. You can wear whatever you want. And we'll have some music and a photographer there so that you can commemorate this event. <laughs> you take care of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I right. think it'll be cool. All right. Okay. Um, what else? We've got a large event happening out at Highland Woods. This is courtesy of Brew Works. Um, they are out of St. Minerid, and they are actually going to be opening a brewery here in Vincennes in the next year, which is really exciting. Brew Works has been, like, number one. Like, when it, whenever we got the ball rolling back in, gosh, April and May, they were one of the first businesses that reached out to me because they wanted to do something here in Vincennes because they knew that we had the longest darkness. So Brew Works is hosting um, a four-day event. Is that right? Yeah, out at Highland Woods. So starting Friday night, they've got comedy. They've got trivia. They've got live music. And, of course, all kinds of delicious craft beer that they're going to be bringing both to Highland Woods and to a beer garden downtown. There's some details to be worked out about that yet, but that is all going to happen. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. Okay. We'll come back with more Sarah after this on WAOV. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Back in the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV. Was going to play Europe's The Final Countdown, but you know what? We'll get to that as we get closer. Maybe kind of amp it up a little bit more, but uh, a lot going on. I tell you, before we get more information, Sarah, the one thing I will say is how many groups and how this community has taken in this whole experience. Well, I will say that... um I think that people, their eyes are a little bit bigger about it now that the, now that the calendar has flipped. I think there's a little bit more momentum behind it and a little bit more excitement and a desire to be involved, which is awesome. I'm so, so glad to hear that. The question I get asked a lot is people are like, oh, can, can I do this or that? And I'm like, yes, you should be doing that. My job is to not have an event. My job is to organize the events that other people are having so that their organizations can benefit. That That is the whole point. Well, and also traffic and logistics and outreach and blah, 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 right, all those things. Right. But ultimately, you know, my role is not to host an event. My role is to make sure that individuals and nonprofits and organizations use this to their benefit. And I'm really delighted to see that starting to happen. Good, good. All right. Anyway, uh, it's coming. I do want your clock because once you're done with it, I'm going to set it at three years and seven months. That'll be my retirement clock. It's got a clock. Click that. Right? I, I got that. I look at your clock saying, I want that clock on my personal site so I can always remind myself how much more I got to work. Right, right. Well, we can, you know, we can count down to the tricentennial. Because that's going to happen here in Vincennes, you know, is. in the 2032, I believe, yeah. is, is, is yeah. when that's going to happen. Hey, so my retirement's before that. That's so. well before that, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, you can count it down to the, the 2027 eclipse. That's that's going to be a big <laughs> well, deal. Now, there you go. Yeah. All right. A lot Again, a lot more things going on. A lot of places, and I, I hate using this word, taking advantage of this. Sure. Uh, no, no. Let's say leveraging. Leveraging. They are or, leveraging the eclipse. Or they're just create an experience for mm-hmm. more people. I mean, yes. it's, you know, and, you know, we were talking, you know, young rotary leaders have mm-hmm. a, a, a 5K. Yeah, did you, have you started training? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't drive 5K. Oh, gosh. <laughs> But I, but I just appreciate they move their mm-hmm. event back, yes, so they can host something like this. Mm-hmm. Now it's not going to be during the eclipse, no. But no. it's, the, I guess, people understand it. When we talk about the eclipse, we're talking about the entire weekend. Yes, we're not talking about that four minutes on that Monday. Mm-mm. We're talking about things leading up to it. Yeah. So th- only thirty percent of the people who come to see the eclipse will arrive on Monday. That means that seventy percent of them are are trickling in over that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you don't Sunday. believe us? Go ask the hotels. Absolutely, absolutely. Who asked the bed and breakfast? Yep. The uh, other number that you might want to remember is that eighty percent of those people that come to Vincennes on that day, they are going to leave at four twenty-one, right when the eclipse ends, or they may even leave, you know, at three ten-ish, whenever totality is over. What's the difference between an ending and totality being Sure. Old? So there's a couple of phases to the eclipse. So the early phases is just whenever the, the moon starts to cover the sun you, and you get the little slivers, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a little fingernail. So there's a couple of phases of that. Totality is the peak drama moment when the moon is fully in front of the sun. That's when we experience the full darkness. That's when we see the diamond ring effect. That's when we'll observe animals behaving a little bit differently. You know, chickens will go to roost. Bees will stop buzzing, all that sort of thing. And then the the final phase, the, the moon shadow is speeding up as it covers the earth. 
earth and that last phase is quite a bit shorter and it's just it's not as dramatic no but okay still interesting yeah okay yeah wonderful all right so um that's the eclipse mm-hmm. as far as what to expect yes all right now that whole week, we got more to talk about. Yes, we've got a new event, uh, courtesy of our uh, animal shelter. They are hosting something called the Dog Side of the Moon. That's going to be on the Lincoln Bridge. And uh, it's going to be a cool little thing that they have taken on. I'm really delighted for them. And it's a, again, it's a great way to leverage the eclipse to benefit your organization. Because I've yet to talk to any organization that says that they have enough money and enough volunteers no thanks. You know, like no one has said that. So I'm really delighted to see the community stepping up and doing that. We've got lots of people offering parking and camping. Parking, I think, is probably probably the biggest bang for your buck if you were an organization that has some property. Because number one, we need the parking. And uh, we've actually got a system set up with Van Gogh. We've partnered with them to offer shuttles throughout the city and county so people can leave their vehicle. And then if they'd like to, they can shuttle in into town and, you know, they can drink a lot of beer. They can support a a lot of local wonderful organizations down at the the pavilion which is hosting all of our nonprofits and they can hop on their shuttle and get back to their car and not bring their car downtown yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. boy that's that's really that's parking is, is really a logistical issue it's really tough right it's tough whenever there aren't a ton of people in town but you know unlike a fireworks display where you can only get a couple places mm-hmm. to really see it mm-hmm. this you can go anywhere for this yes you can go anywhere yes. but it seems like people are going higher yes is, is that yeah. That makes sense, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's um, there's some locations where if you can get high enough up, you can actually see the whole breadth of the moon's shadow kind of racing towards you. Mm-hmm. I would really love to see that, but that's not going to happen here. I don't even know where I'm going to be. I have no idea. I don't know where I'm going to be. You know, be a good place is that new water tower out of Lincoln. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> that would be very, very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, prime seating. Can you imagine what you could charge? Oh, for? my gosh. That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah. That would be incredible. But, oh, okay, speaking out of turn. No, I, tr- I tried to get the memorial to let us, you know, bungee jump off the side of the memorial or fly to the top, and I couldn't believe they said no. We do I was want, shocked. We do want to mention, I didn't even think about this, so I heard it yesterday, or Monday, is the memorial bridge will be closed. Just on that day from 10 to 4. 10 to 4. Okay. Yeah. That's the plan. And then after it reopens, it'll be a one-way evacuation route for folks to, to go. To go get back to Illinois yes. or wherever they want to go. Okay. wherever it is that they need to go. The bridge will be open for pedestrian traffic, so folks can still walk over okay. it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Cool. And it sounds easy, but there's just so right? I know. many. <laughs> you know, there are going to yeah. be people out of Great Park watching. There are going to be yep. people everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, some other events we've got going on that weekend, um, the Laughter Before Darkness event, that's out at the Red. Uh, there's some magi- magicians and mimes that are going to be performing there on that Sunday. Abattoir, uh, our local cool haunted house venue, they've got a whole kind of dark sun eclipse-themed haunted house event happening, which is awesome. I think there's so so many cool ways that people are taking advantage of this or leveraging it, let's put it that way. Um, the other guests that we are hosting that weekend is Think Floyd. They are a Pink Floyd tribute band, which lines up with our Dark Side of the Moon, Dark Side of the Wabash mm-hmm. kind of um, mm-hmm. collaboration there, if you want to call it that. They will be joining us on that Sunday night, April 7th, uh, for some live music here downtown. Wow. And the weather is going to be perfect. It's yeah. going to be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. 
We just all have to collectively put that out there, that it's going to be just fine. It is storm season in Indiana. Shh. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. If you, if you, you know, anybody that's curious, if you go back and look over the, the weather data over ever since they started recording it, recording it, it is literally everywhere. There's an 86 degree high. There's like three inches of snow one year. Um, you know, a lot of it is 40 degrees and drizzly. And it is literally all over the place. You could not pick a slight of days in our weather that is just more completely erratic. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tough sell, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. The overall, I mean, all these events and all these organizations, they're working together. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, folks. Yeah, it's something for you. But it's also it benefits Vincennes. It really does. I mean, I mean, you never know who's going to come in and get impressed yeah. by our community. You, yeah. ne- you never know. Yeah. Somebody might have an industry that, and I know I'm reaching, and everybody says, Ed, stop dreaming. Mm-hmm. But, but it happens. It does happen. You it know? does happen. And that's why we really have to have everything, not only on your end and John Streeter and the hospital, the police, mm-hmm. the sheriff, everybody. I mean, I understand that. Yeah. But... You know, we all have to put our best foot forward. Absolutely. And, you know, I think about all those folks, all those friends and family that come here to stay with people that maybe haven't been to Vincennes in a really long time. Or maybe they moved away and they're coming back because they can stay with someone and not pay what the hotels are charging. So I think it's really an opportunity for us to shine and just say, hey, we've got a cool little thing going on here. There's a reason why people move here. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. it's because it's unique. It's beautiful. And uh, we're right in the center of path of totality. Well, you better get used to her talking on this show because she's going to be coming back many, many, many times yes. as we get closer because there's different things developing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have about uh, two minutes left, Sarah. What else? All right. Well, I'm going to do the general uh, PSA plug. So the way that you need to prepare yourself for the eclipse weekend is get your groceries early. Get your medications filled if you possibly can. You want to fill up your gas tanks and any maybe spare gas cans that you may have. I would rather everyone be prepared and say, you know what, I didn't need it, rather than someone say, I ran out of gas, I didn't have my medication, and I was hungry all weekend because I couldn't get to the grocery store. And when I was able to bum a ride to get there, there was no food to buy. So let's not have that situation. We want everyone to be ready. Get your Eclipse glasses as soon as you can. Um, there's already, I got an email yesterday actually from uh, a a journalist wanting to talk about what our eclipse glass situation was because there's already shortages being reported for the material to make the glasses. Really? We are well supplied here. I feel pretty good about that. So, um, you know, you can get them at the Visitors Bureau. You can get them at the Health Department. The YMCA has them. iWorks has them. And I feel like there's one more that's selling them, um, but it's, it's not coming to me. So, I think, I think we're okay here. I genuinely think that we are, and I really have to applaud the efforts of the Knox County Health Department for getting all of the glasses that they did as early as they did. They are also, uh, they'll be distributing those glasses out to every student in, the Knox, in, the, in Knox County and at the private schools as well to make sure that every kid in our county can see the eclipse and most importantly, view it safely. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, some days I, some days I'm like, ah, it's great. And then other days I'm like, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> oh, you're here. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a, you know, it's, it's a real mixed bag every day. I think when the sun shines, I feel much more optimistic. All right. Sarah, always a pleasure. Good Thank seeing you. you. Thank and you. like I said, we're going to see this. Young lady, many times here in the next couple of months. So again, uh, thank you for the update, and we'll talk to you soon. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. 
Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. We're back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV 97.3, 97.7 FM, and 14.50 AM. Up next, on the line with us, Emily Query from uh, Good Service Hospice. And uh, first of all, good morning. Good morning. All right, so uh, what's going on? Um, so here at Hospice, we have a couple new things going on since the last time we talked with you. Um we do have some on-call nurses now, so we have two nurses that are specifically on-call after hours and on the weekends, and that has been a big, huge help to us um, so we can get more visits out after hours and quicker response time, and that also gives our daytime nurses a little bit of a break so they can be recharged for the next day, too. Um and then we also have started a Good Samaritan Hospice Facebook page where we are sharing tips and facts about hospice. Um, we'll be posting any of our upcoming events and also sharing about our support groups that we offer um, so people can get more information on that and see what they would like to know and different ways to contact us as well for more information. You know, and the one thing we got to always remember, Emily, is uh, somebody listening right now, probably, Ma, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't need hospice, but in one, two, three years, who knows, you may need them. So it's always somebody new, isn't it? Yes, it is. And then they're having to start over. You don't have to learn. And so mm-hmm. that's why I know sometimes I sound like I might repeat myself, but I think it's, it's vital to understand that a hospice is there for a reason and maybe you don't need that service now but you may down the road yes absolutely and we always like to say that it's oftentimes better to get hospice sooner rather than later Um, that way our team can help you prepare for any declines or transitions that may happen and once we already have that care established it's easier to take care of the patient later on when that decline does happen okay All right, where would you like to start at? Um, Do you want to talk about our support group? Absolutely, if that's what you want to talk about. Okay, yeah. So we actually have two different support groups that hospice holds. Um, Our first one is our Good Grief support group. And this is a support group that's open to anyone in the community that has experienced loss or grief. Um, You do not have to be affiliated with hospice or have a loved one who's been on hospice to attend this. Um, It's an open group, so you can join whenever and pick up wherever we are, no matter what stage of grief you're in, how long it's been since you experienced that grief. Um, We are open to anyone who needs some support. We do things like we recently had an art therapist come in and she's been doing art therapy with the people in group and helping them 
work through their grief and how they feel physically and emotionally since the loss of their loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have some other people come in. We have our chaplain sometimes. We do, we've done music therapy. So just really focusing on different ways to take care of yourself and help you get through that grief journey. Okay. Um, so that group meets every other Thursday at 6 p.m., and we meet at the Cancer Pavilion here at Good Samaritan Hospital. And that is a confidential group, um, so it's just a way to learn ways of healing and coping and also relate to other people who are either experiencing the same feelings as you or have already been through that part of their journey. Yeah, and and I think that... Um, and. If, if this is the first time you've ever had somebody go through hospice, it, it's it, it takes its toll a little bit on not only the patient but the family. Yes, absolutely. But at the same time, I've learned over the years that uh, you know hospice is there for a reason, and what you think and when it happens are two different things. Oh yeah. You know, you guys are wonderful. Uh, you're, you're like part of the family, and I think that. Having a a group like this is great to hear others talk about it. Yes, and and unless you've been that caregiver or been um, in the trenches, you know, of dealing with someone who's passed, it's hard to relate to what they're actually feeling. And so to be around those people who have the same experiences is healing in itself. Okay. Okay, what else can you tell me about the support group? Um, We also have a second support group that we um, hold, and that is our caregiver support group. So it was actually brought up to our attention through a council here at the hospital, um, our patient experience council, who are members of the community that look at what the needs are and they brought up that there's a lack of support and resources for caregivers. So um, Jamie and myself being with hospice, we work really close with the caregivers and know their struggles and what resources are lacking. So we started this group in August, and it's open to anyone in the community as well, and it's for any diagnosis that you care for. So it doesn't have to be hospice. It doesn't have to be cancer. It can be any and all of the above. Okay, I, I, want, I want you to repeat that because even though our segment is on hospice, you've opened up the field here a little bit, haven't you? Yes. Okay, okay. So again, let's say uh, you have a family member who has dementia and you mm-hmm. want... That would be a great example of this support group, right? Yes. Um, So anyone who, you know, if you're at home taking care of your loved one with, you know, if it is dementia, Parkinson's, um, cancer, we have some who attend for um, ALS. Um, So just really anyone who is a caregiver. You see a lot of support groups that are designated to a suit significant diagnosis so maybe it's an Alzheimer's support group or a Parkinson's support group where we opened one up that it can just be for anyone okay all right so it's just uh again it's just 
maybe there are those who I know want to go to a support group, but really don't want to go to a big support group. You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. are they just are just really just now going through this um, situation? They still should come, though. Maybe you know, just to see what it's about. Yeah, and you know, you can share as much or as little as you want, and sometimes even just sitting and listening to what other people are going through gives you a peace of mind because you realize that you're not the only one who has those feelings of guilt or anger or, you know, even just sadness. So to know that other people understand what you're going through can be a huge help. Okay. All right. What else is going on? Um, I think that's about it. Um, we are just really focusing on the support groups and getting out and um, trying to help the community. And you know, we're always open for education and whatever they need. See, that's the thing is, I think support groups are great, especially what you guys do at the hospital, uh, because mm-hmm. you know you learn not only to help yourselves, but you can help others. I mean, you might give some information that's going to help somebody that you don't even know in the support group. You know, you share that information. And, and I think it, if you've ever been to a support group meeting, you understand what I mean. So, I mean, yeah. it's wonderful what you're doing. Okay. If you get, need more information on when you meet, where you meet and, and anything like that, where can they get it? Yeah. You can, um, call the hospice house and ask for myself, Emily Query or Jamie Kroger. And that number is eight one two. 885-8035 or you can also go to the Good Samaritan website at www.gshbin.org slash hospice and all of our support groups are listed on there and also if you want to go and follow our Facebook page we're posting about them on there as well um, giving reminders of when we meet and have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on waov ever miss the morning chat okay. mark and mark right. or even financial questions Emily, appreciate your time well, today that's not a problem and, anymore yeah, thank you waov so has our local shows and, uh, on podcast and, get a hold and easy of you to get and, uh, to them go to waovam.com uh, and click on the podcast tab for, right? at the top to find your yes, show absolutely. it's that Alan, easy so if you miss vintage vincent legal news or views or have a great day listen to the podcast the next day go to waovam.com Welcome back to the Morning Chat on WAOV. From the Knox County Council, we have President Rich Chatton, Vice President Dan Rottmeyer, and good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All righty. Whew. New guys got new offices, huh? New offices for the new yep. year. All right. Yep. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. All right. If the um, public only knew how long it took you to get here. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you've been becoming one of my favorites for a while. <laughs> so, all right, gentlemen. Um, you know, the we're going to start with the jail because, you know what, we really are getting close to the end now on this, at least this portion. Yes. Okay. Open house coming up on Sunday, and then I think the move to the pods and everything. But yep. I am so impressed on how, despite everything, cost, COVID, everything, you were able to get this project done on such a timely matter. Yeah, I mean, really, we're essentially right on time for the jail. I mean, maybe a little over, but for the whole scheme of things, yeah. right on time. Uh, the commissioners and uh, Garmong have done an amazing job keeping 
everybody's uh, feet to the fire as far as you know timeliness and with all supply chain issues and such well I mean it really is amazing that they've been able to get as close to time frame as we've had you know we're uh, under budget at uh, there you know still some soft cost money left out there and things so you know there's a, this is the time when you're finishing up whether it's your home project or anything else that the budget the budget kind of goes out the window sometimes it's, uh, it's a, them 7 a.m. trips to Lowe's you know that on your home budget that kills you but but the uh, but but Garmong and like I say the commissioners as well too have done a great job of keeping everybody's feet to the fire and um, making this thing work and Dan and I took a tour of it the other day I mean for a jail, I guess it's nice. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, yeah. uh, it's, uh, I don't want to live there, but it, uh, but it is, uh, but it, it is nice. And and you know the extra shell that we've got for extra pods, you know, for future use, and they, they can use that now as well too. That's been that's been one of the great things that that I'm real proud of that uh, we've got for future expansion for the for the whole shell, and you know, make it work whenever we have to. Well, the main thing for me is number one, keep your staff safe. Yep. Okay. That, yes. That's obviously number one. Number two is have a facility that will be uh, where you can't get sued. Yeah. Because uh, civil liberties lives <laughs> on that kind of stuff. So I mean, you know, seriously, I mean, that's yeah. we got to be in compliance with a lot of rules. A lot of rules. And and number three, more than anything, is that uh, you guys or whoever came up with the idea of the initial jail had the forethought of we're going to have to build on. Yeah. That's just the way society is. And you allowed enough room to build on, and and you paid. If, you know you reap the benefits. Yes, that's come back to us now, and then that's kind of with that forethought on the extra open shell part. I mean, that's that's kind of why using that again to hopefully be. I I feel that that's something we can probably pay cash for when it is time to add another pod in there, and does not have to go back to the taxpayers again for for those kind of monies. Okay, and I think they're using some of that extra pod just for uh, training right now yes okay yeah. also we got always keep in mind that we do have guests those federal inmates and mm. uh, they do bring money with them they, I, mean, I mean I hate to say it but uh, they, they truly they truly do and that's hopefully that will help that has already helped in, in times past with paying the jail off early from the last round and then just relieving taxpayer dollars for different ve for vehicles, for just different maintenance issues and things like that that has that really relieved the burden on the general fund for, um, for, the, for the jail system. All right. The other thing is now, you know, we've got this done. Now we're just waiting on community corrections, which will be here in about another couple months, basically. I think so. I think a month or two months behind. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, and then you know, by I hate to say it, by summertime you'll be done. Yeah, you hope. hope. Yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be it'll be nice to get all get everybody moved and get everybody out, out there at the Justice Campus, and uh, and and then and then we can start working on you know our space that we do have, and that that's the meetings that we've been having along as well, and trying to be a little proactive about about things and just you know getting our heads around the kind of the amount of space that we're going to have and. And being able to house some departments that really don't have a home right now, They've, they're in a closet at best. It, uh, so that's try to make it a little easier for for a couple different departments to function on a on a lot more efficient basis. The other thing is, you'll get a better idea once everything is out. Yes. I mean, you can look at a building with stuff in it and, and imagine, but once that stuff gets out, you get a little different vision of it, don't you? 
a lot more open space and and allows it just really does just it just allows you to really get a better handle and, and you know we've been working with RQAW on drawings you're looking at things on on blueprints and things but and you know we've been in all the buildings but at the same time once it's actually wide open and you can really get a good vision for it well that's uh, that's a lot more helpful how did you guys budget for this I mean when the budget came out you knew that uh, this is gonna be a major project how did you get an idea of what it's gonna cost or was it just a ballpark figure or well on the, as far as far as actual dollars that we've got for right. the space for the new space that we've got I mean we're still waiting on estimates back from our QAW on that so and commissioners are working working with them on that so as far as an official budget I don't know that we've really got that yet but you know you got to kind of see the numbers and then and then kind of work back from there I think it's, and that, this is something we're gonna be able to do in different phases we're gonna have to just because of you know people are working in existing spaces and spaces are going to have to be remodeled so you know i'm hopeful that um you know with different different funds and things and over a phase period that it's uh, something we can you know handle handle financially and not have to do any other any other raises of taxes or anything else i don't think anybody's got much stomach for that right now no no you tell them not me yeah <laughs> I, I think a couple of months ago Harry said no more taxes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Harry Nolting said yeah. no new taxes. So yeah. that's uh, that's that's a quote from Harry. So that's good. Well, you know, when we go back to the jail, we we put this new shell on, as you call it, and you know, that new pod. Still, new stuff has to go in that. I mean, that you, you don't get used stuff, do you? And something no. like that. No. no, no. I mean, that's so that is kind of costly, but that's part of the cost that's part of the cost okay and, yeah. now what about community corrections when you move out to the site are you able to use a lot of that stuff there now or hey yes you know, they'll be moving some of their furniture okay but you're still going to need new furniture. some's new yeah. and some will be taken out right okay some All of right. the new um, one set you know sink toilets kind of thing those those sorts of things i think they're they're removing some of those and taking those as they as they go and just you know a few different items like say a lot of furniture mostly at uh, so that's at least cost saving some some there as well too i've never been in community corrections so <clears throat> is it in good shape the building itself is yeah. is you know it's a good solid you know it's built for jail it's a good solid good solid structure and i mean one of the plans was you know demolishing all of that and starting over and building a whole new whole new you know courthouse building kind of like davies county has and you know no big deals another 25 or 30 million dollars no big deal for that so it uh, but so that one went off to the wayside pretty fast it, fast uh, yeah real fast it, uh, so so it was uh, that one went went uh, went by in a hurry but but you know they, they did rkw did lay out you know all of our options anyway for us so that was you know a good option it, uh, if you had the money and I don't I don't think again we didn't have the stomach for that to uh, go and spend that at right after we'd done spent a lot of the money on the jail as well you know and then uh, one of the funnest things to talk about with you guys is yeah a chance maybe to put up a building out at Kimmel Park is that where it is Kimmel no no, no Hillcrest. Uh, Hillcrest. Hillcrest. Hillcrest there's no there's no Hillcrest. definite there's no definite no. spot for that yet right, no, no, no dog park yeah. disposition nothing none okay uh, no but I'm just saying we had talked about Hillcrest yes yes okay there would be a, a no frills building correct because there's not going to be any public traffic right. coming in so right. for the employees is that still a consideration oh. I think that's definitely on the table. Why did I say uh, Kimmel? Why did yeah. I say Kimmel? It, it's, well, you were close. It's out. It's out that way, no. anyhow. So it, uh, <laughs> it's kind of the river. It's, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> but no, I think that's definitely you know it's definitely an option. I mean that that would be a, again those are you know 
you know, 911 and all that is a, a spot that gets them in a good permanent home and uh, a good safe, you know, if you put it out there at Hillcrest, that's, you know, out of floodplain, all those kind of things or any other. The county's got a lot of ground it's, uh, in different places that, uh, you know, that we could put that we could put that. So it's, and it's high ground. Too. It's high ground. Yes, yes. correct. It, yes. Uh, so if there is flooding or whatever else, that's that's uh, you're out of you're out of that uh, fear anyway. Well, that rules out Camel Park. Yeah. Okay, and yes. then, <laughs> well, and then also, you know, you get good, better reception out there, higher ground. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a lot of yes. things. Yeah. So, but, uh, but again, all options are on the table for where it, where it goes. Okay. Before we go to the break, let me ask you this. Once we get the, the justice campus up and rolling, mm. then we're looking at this old building that mm. they were in the community corrections. Is it going to be a different phase? Where is it going to be? This is our next project. And then the next project will be out at Hillcrest or is it a combo like if we're making this move let's go ahead and let's get these people set too yeah and probably theoretically you know the building would be first because that's where 911 is at is in the in the where community corrections is now so I mean there and then so that would uh, you know eliminate a lot of space that would open up a lot of space there I guess it's if we did that first but again that's there's a lot of a lot of moving parts and we'll just kind of see what uh, see what all happens and and uh, and that, but that's the good news about uh, the great working relationship we've got with commissioners now and then with other elected officials and officers and stuff that uh, there's no there, you know we're all willing to work together and make it all make it all kind of work with uh, the easiest and efficient as possible all right let's take a break we'll be back after this a WAOV. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Back on the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV. Glad you could be with us. As we continue to talk about things in the life of the uh, Knox County Council. <laughs> I'm looking at a blank page because I don't know what else to ask. <laughs> it is the first time we've talked this calendar year, yeah. so okay. I mean, what else is going on? So a couple things, you know, on the on the radar for the year, uh, the, the ready funds that we that we got originally. Uh, you know, those funds are getting spent with different uh, infrastructure projects and stuff through the through the city and sewer and water lines and some things like that in our region. Uh, so that's that's been good good money. For our region that we've got it uh, with the different counties that we're in with that um, ready 2.0 is getting is rolling out uh, we had a meeting over in Tell City there last week um, it was our the meeting where the state folks came down we kind of made our pitch for for our region's money uh, for that um, was really good and was a really good meeting at uh, those those folks I mean they're hitting I think there's 15 regions throughout the throughout the state so those guys have they hit that and they go back and report to the to the folks Lily has come out uh, they announced that at the state of the state address and it's 500 million dollars the state is putting in to ready and they're and they're putting in another 250 million on top of that so and that's used for blight elimination arts and some different things like that so hopefully we can capture a fair amount of that or you know or at least our portion of the money it, it's supposed to go to rural areas and things like that so hopefully we can 
capture that money and uh, and be able to use that for different there's a lot of different projects that are on the for housing infrastructure and things uh, so we're real hopeful that uh, Chris Paff's been working real hard on that but uh, with different I mean, we've been on a lot of zoom calls and stuff throughout for, for the region and it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of overwhelming but they've done uh, they've done a great job with uh, keeping everybody on task and trying to keep um, doing what we can to grab grab our portion of that and I'm not exactly sure when the awards are out for that but it uh, but it's coming up anyway so they're traveling the state so it's 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 been an interesting process with that too okay all right what else uh, you know we've got different things coming up but uh, that we're excited about our, our financial situation is uh, better than it's been in uh and quite some time since I've been on the council anyway. I mean, it, uh, we've been reg- running structural deficit. It, uh, we've been getting some good reports. Uh, interest is up. So we're finally able to make some money on our money, and that's hopefully covering some shortfalls uh, with that as well, too. So we're excited about excited about uh, at least uh, not being in the red, hopefully. So that's, that's, those, are good things to, those are good things to be. At the... Okay. You know, uh, the eclipse. Yep. Okay, this is it's big. I mean, it is. It is just it's huge. I mean, it is going to be huge for this county. Okay, not just Vincent, but the, the entire county. Yep. It's also a chance, and, and I had a sir on earlier today talking about it. You don't know who's going to be here, no. and by chance, somebody comes in and loves our community, mm-hmm. loves what we do. So, really, this eclipse is a great showcase for the city, the county. And I think sometimes we have to realize that, that I know we've got a lot of visitors, but you just never know who's going to be there. No, and they're all coming to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> is that your birthday? Yep, it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we're going to have a big dark party. Side, dark Side of Dan. The dark Side yeah. of Dan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's been the great thing about hiring Sarah to uh, oh, kind of to kind of you know spearhead that and, and, uh, and, and work on. I mean, and she's been to different conventions and things, like I'm sure she talked about it, uh, about how the how these folks that come to these things that uh, what what they want to see what they want to do and what the you know what's worked in other communities and what has not worked so that's i think we're hopefully a little ahead of the curve on on that we was i was in missouri there just this week and they had a they're kind of about the same line as we are only we, we've got more totality than they do but there was billboards up over on the interstate and stuff for that even so i think the whole area is getting is getting ready ready for it and, uh, and i i think hopefully we're far enough ahead of the curve that's going to be here you know first april is going to be here way yes. before you think it is, it uh, is. so right yeah. right you know uh the amount of people that are put together to make this happen it's amazing it is a lot of people yes a lot of volunteers a lot of people with expertise hmm. it's just it's amazing that we're doing all this and it's going to be great but we're still weather dependent yeah. in Indiana. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I, I got a feeling like it's going to be a great day, and we'll be able to. Well, it's Dan's birthday, so it's always oh, sun always shines on Dan's birthday. Does it, so Dan? It's a, it does. Yeah, except for this one, I guess. The sun's so. coming out right now. Yeah, yeah. That's because they think about Kimmel um, Park, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just be sure and buy your groceries early, and your medicines because it's going to be hard to get around town that weekend. Yep. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's a generational thing. Although I guess you can go twenty twenty seven to Egypt and see them, but yeah. I don't feel like driving up to Egypt. No. No. <laughs> so, but you know what I mean? It's taking the an opportunity 
Mm-hmm. You know, and think about everywhere people could go. You know, they go to our parks. They go out to Wabash Trails Park. Yeah. And see, we don't even talk about Wabash Trails Park right now. But, you know, it's under new management. Yes. It's under new, you know, a whole new different philosophy. You know, I mean, I guess things are going well there. Yes. I, I haven't been to a couple meetings. I've just not been in my schedule. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing events out there again and doing real well. And that's the nice thing about having, and you know, Tim's done a good job with uh, trying to streamline some things and then and keep things a little more efficient as well too. So we're uh, we're we're happy to have him him on board out there. You know, he's local and super local and businessman as well too to keep things keep keep the eye on the dollar, which is all which is our our end of it. And then you know we're still they're still working on uh, upgrades and things out there as well too to the electrical and trying to get. Uh, quotes and things for that too so they're still and they've hired an electrical engineer to design it design it now so so they're, and we've still got arpa money you know right. earmarked earmarked for that around a million dollars or so earmarked for that that uh, that was out of the original out of the original arpa money so that's still that's still sitting there so hopefully hopefully that money goes a long way to to making that a a lot more a lot more usable and um you know camper friendly i guess at uh, a yeah. facility yeah you know and you know there's a lot there are events before before the eclipse, oh, yeah. I know the eclipse takes a lot of our attention, mm-hmm. and it should. But you know, we got Easter, you know, and and you know, you think about things that go on in the parks on Easter, and and I'm just thinking to myself, it's really got to be busy. I mean, these months are going to be busy. A lot of things yes. going on. Yep. I know even the Larsville Vincennes Airport is having an event that weekend because they're expecting a lot of planes to fly in there, so they won't be affected by travel by roads people are just going to fly in there yeah. i mean yeah. it's, it's all things you don't think of in that time I mean, yeah. that, uh, so i mean and, and that's and that's been the great thing about having kind of a coordinator i guess for this to at least have somebody to a general person to to go to instead of trying to get it all piecemeal through through different organizations so that's hopefully going to be well good money spent to keep things on task and keep it efficient anyway for uh, for folks when they are here right right you know and the other thing is I, I look at this county, what's going on? You know, we, we got a major industry coming to town, okay? Yes. Okay, we got a lot of businesses that are, are building on. You know, we do have a housing problem, mm-hmm. but we're addressing it. Yeah. We know that. We know we are addressing Wi-Fi because it's still there's some pl- places in Knox County that don't have it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Those, we have our issues, but the one thing I notice is we are hitting them head on, though. I think we've done a really good job of trying to be out in front. They're talking, you know, there's hopefully major announcements coming soon on different apartment complexes some different things yes. like that. And those are, I mean, that's, that's what you need to, to make things, to make things work. At, uh, if they're getting housed here, we're really excited about Agri Renew at uh, coming to town. It, uh, I mean, that's, if uh, was at the watermelon convention there a couple of weeks ago and he spoke a couple of times over there and it, you know, it, it's all, it's all very positive and hopefully, and he, they're talking breaking ground here, you know, the next 60 days or so. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it all goes. He's got a lot of equipment coming. So it, uh, it, it should be, if it all goes well, we should, uh, that should be a, a great, a great asset for our County. All right. I got about a minute left. Anything else? 
Well, we're excited about what's coming up this year. A lot of road projects and things as well, too. Community Crossings money's come in. So uh, this Sunday, 1 to 5, is the open house on the jail out there. Um, Sheriff Antlin, he's uh, he's uh, making cookies. I know right now it's uh, <laughs> for that. It's uh, homemade cookies himself he's making. So we're excited about having uh, Sheriff Cookies out there. So that's, that's going to be great. And uh, But, yeah, I mean... I invite the community to come out and uh, and check out what they've spent their money on. So at uh, tax dollars, of, and it should be something that we can use and use for quite some time to come. All right. Jim, I appreciate you coming in. Have a great day. We'll see you next month. Next month. Okay. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.